Oscars. They're known as the Academy Awards. They're also known as Daniel Day-Lewis Paperweights. Oscars. It's the ultimate awards show that honors the Hollywood elite. And it's named after Oscar Griffith, an unemployed hairy man who lives in New Jersey. Oscars. It's that magical time of year again, where celebrities talk about nothing but... The vehicles driven in the land of Oz. What? You know, Oz cars. I hate you. Oz cars. On Mathau. On Klugman. On Crab Cakes. Bernays. On Merrill and Meyer and Hammerstein plays. On Bluth Bros, Martinez, whose dress is the worst, but not Chris and Steve. They host the Review Welcome to the Review Universe. I'm Chris. And I'm Steve. And this is a podcast about two strong men who have been hired to review everything in the universe. Did you like that I called us strong? I did, because I've been working out. Okay. I I went for a run this morning at like 5.58. Yeah, and then is that that Jack in your pecs? Um, kind (laughs) of. It's, did you say Jack in my pecs? You heard me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, um, I, I guess so. I mean, it's wow. keeping my pecs toned? Juiced? Juiced, yeah. You got juicy pecs. That's, yeah. Right, you could grate some cheese over it. In fact, I brought some cheese with me. Oh, this again. We're, oh, cheese pecs. Disrobe! Okay. Here we go. That's me putting it on the salad. Yeah, there, there's something. That's right. Should, I'm putting cheese on my salad. There's two things you should know about me. One, I have very brittle chest hair. Okay. Which can grate cheese. Yeah. And two, um, I, I also like salads with cheese. I don't know if you knew that about me. Well, we did go to the Olive Garden together, so that's I think where we got that from, because those guys come up to the table and they have that cheese grater and they go, "Tell oh, yeah. me when." And, and I, you know, when I say when. Never. Never. I'm still there. There's a part of me that's still there. Mm, that's really deep, man. Yeah, well, yeah. I, there's always a little bit of you that stays at the Olive Garden. Or the <laughs> oh, least, that should be their new catchphrase. <laughs> the very the Olive Garden. Stuff. There's a little bit of you that always stays here. And if you try to come and get it, we're going to fucking kill you. I don't think they can say fuck in a slogan. Mm, what if they spell it like cute? P-H-U-C-K? I was thinking more like P-H-U-Q, but... <laughs> But yeah, so so their so their catchphrase is "There's a little part of you that always stays here, and if you try to come back and get it, well, fucking kill you, mm-hmm. fucking kill you." I mean, that works. Yeah, but I mean, I think you can still say "fucking." It's just as long as it's spelled differently. You know, it's like uh, "make seven up yours." Remember that? Like oh, they're not yeah. saying "up yours." They're saying "make seven up yours." They just split up the seven and the up. That was quite a risque catchphrase. Loved it. Was it Orlando jo- Bloom? 
Jones. Yep, Orlando Bloom. <laughs> oh, no, gosh, I'm <laughs> Orlando sorry. Orlando Bloom, the 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 guy who was in the Lord of the Rings and many other uh, rom-coms. The British white man is the head he, of the. He's in Pirates Seven Caribbean, Up campaign. Right? Pirates yes. Caribbean Seven Hello. Up commercials. Hello, everyone. Please drink Seven Up. I'm blanking it's on me. any Orlando Jones. Orlando record. Bloom. I hope you like my dead eyes. He's handsome. He's very handsome. I, there's no question. So, anyways, oh, we're, done with we're a couple of bros who have been hired to review everything in the universe. I love you anyway, Orlando Bloom. And Jones. Go ahead. Are you, are you done? Now I am. And, Orlando, uh, I love Steve, you. Steve, have you ever met the guy? Sea World and Disney, putt, putt, golfing. That's Book of Mormon. Is it? Yeah. We do saw they, it do, together. Do they sing it uh, off key as well? Wow. <laughs> wow. No, they do not. Okay. Let's, they, uh, they do a great job. Um, so we're a couple of bros who have been hired to review everything in the universe. Um, we kind of just sit around for hours on end until our bosses uh, send us our assignment through our extensive pneumatic tube system. Yeah, it's pretty cool. We we here's the thing: we've already done everything there is to do in the universe, in in, in the review universe. But uh-huh. I meant the universe. Sure. And now we just wait here until and we can d- review it, until yeah. we're told what we're going to talk right. about. And it's Oscar week, so I have a feeling we might be reviewing. The Oscars, am I right? I like, think we'll be reviewing some Oscars. That that's is... my favorite part. I, I watch the Oscars every year, and I just can't wait to dig into some celeb gossip, some uh, sensual movies, and some uh, great t- time, times. Do you, do, you, do you have Oscars parties? Are you one of those people? Uh, I, or do you go to them? I like invite people over, but I I like to sit around and uh, drink and watch the Oscars for sure. It's like my Super Bowl. I was just going to ask you. You're a theater guy. I feel like a lot of... But I also like the Super Bowl. Yeah, you invited me over for the Super Bowl for the... Just for the commercials. Uh Uh-huh. Uh, Chris's lights are trying to kill me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my God, they... My Christmas lights have fallen off Your Christmas lights are Olive Garden. I was going to go back and they tried to kill me. That that was a a terrible callback. (laughs) Terrible, Terrible callback. <laughs> Man, <laughs> I, the, the best thing about that is I like saw that like amazing green screen graphic in my head of just like uh, like an, like, an, like an 80s swipe. And it's your little floating head in the middle that gets yeah. exploded. And and like star wipes into, um, I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what, just like a black screen into an explosion. And, <laughs> yep. and then I just thought of that, like, you know, cat walking away from the explosion. Or it's like sunglasses. the clip art of the guy, like, yelling something through a microphone or a megaphone. Yeah. Like, old-timey megaphone. Man. What are we talking about? <laughs> hey, Steve, <laughs> let's jump into Super our Bowl, first right? uh, yeah, segment. We usually, uh, um, when we get bored and we're waiting for our assignment to mm-hmm. come in, we uh, like to review your week. In it, we review our week. Um, our bosses do ask for us to review everything in the universe, and our week is part of that universe. So um, we like to put it a little tidbit on a piece of paper and send it right up to them. Yeah, should we Should we call it review our week? Because, I mean, I'll tell you to review your week, but I guess we're reviewing our weeks, right? This is a, probably a conversation we shouldn't have on mic. No, I, I, want every, I, want, I want... Steve, 
I want everyone to, to no. know that we're, I We're going to talk about this in the Review Universe I, offices after the mics are turned off. I, well, they're, they're very sm- it's a very small office. Yes, I could only afford one office, and but, it was and made it's for And it's 90% one. pneumatic tube, and, and you're also, a very tall person. I am not very very large. Only one and a half of us can fit in there at any given moment, oh, which yeah. means we can't really have private conversations if anyone else half. is here. It, yeah. I hope it's your bottom half. That fits in there? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it, it, it has been. Yeah, but the, but it's usually I'm just sitting on the ground in an L shape, and you're faced backwards. And it's Al for Leishman, your last name. Yeah, that is my last name. C H, but it sounds like an S H. Cool. Yep. Anyway, my week. Yeah, I was your, you know what? No, no, no. Let's be true. <gasps> let's be true to the what we just titled this. Chris, why don't you review your week? Hey, how about you review your week? Steve? Maybe I will. On what scale should I review your week? Out of a hundred is the scale that we use. It is. That's true. Um, well, you go first. I always go first. That's fair. Um, so I... Okay, so I had a great time at uh, the Violet Hour this weekend, which, if you're unfamiliar with the Violet Hour, is a pretty awesome cocktail bar in... Oh, I'm sorry, did you want to go? Okay, so it's this pretty awesome uh, cocktail bar, kind of speakeasy place in Chicago. Uh, I've lived here on and off for about 10, 11 years. I've never been and it's awesome. And I know we kind of talked about uh, cool cocktails in our um, Wisconsin. Uh, oh, no, we didn't. Sorry. We, we, we did have cool, cool cocktails in Wisconsin, but we just didn't talk about it. Um, I hate you. As you should. And, But anyway, it's a super cool cocktail bar. They kind of make you, you know, whatever classic cocktail you want. They also have their own kind of amazing menu of seasonal drinks. And it's like James Beard Award winning. And, you know, Is this the Violet Hour? The Violet Hour, yeah, yeah I'm sorry. And it's you know, every drink's like, you know, 12, 13 bucks and probably takes, you know, four or five minutes to make because everything's right. getting measured out. You know, things are getting shaken, stirred, eggs getting whipped, crack. It's, it's, I'll take mine shaken, not stirred. James Bond. James Bond. Um, did you ever James watch that? Beard, more like. James Beard. Did you ever watch James Bond Jr., that cartoon? What? There was a cartoon called James Bond Jr., no. which is how I know about James Bond. That's how you know about James Bond. That's true. <clears throat> I think I want to say he had like he. My memory of it is he kind of looked like the fire ring guy from Captain Planet. Okay, but I might just be combining the two cartoons. Is it was it like silly or was it like like serious like a like a Transformers? Um, probably. I want to say it was like an actual Saturday morning cartoon. So it was probably. I want to say it was probably a little more on the silly side, like the silly side of James. But it was like his nephew, which is. Oh, I'm looking. I'm I'm looking at pictures of it, and it definitely is like serious. It looks like GI Joe type. type yeah, thing. yeah, it's that that kind of stage of animation. Um, but I want to say it's his nephew, which is weird because that looks so stupid. Be- oh my god! Be- because I mean, are you looking at this? Yes, it's there's a villain. There's like a green faced villain with a giant mullet and mm-hmm. a. I think it's supposed to be a mustache, but it just it looks like a really long Fu Manchu mustache. Yeah, I'm gonna bring this now. But it looks like two giant boogers dripping down his his entire I totally remember body. That. But but here's I think the weird thing is I'm 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 gonna, I'm gonna put like 95 percent sure that James Bond Junior is James Bond's nephew. Sure. But for some reason he's James Bond Junior. Like you're not that doesn't that's not how that works unless mm-hmm. James Bond has a brother named James Bond, or. This guy's last name is Junior, and Bond is his middle name, which is a possibility. I don't remember the show. Let's flash back to Steve's youth. Dear showrunners of James Bond Junior, I have questions about the family lineage of James Bond Junior. How could 
James Bond Jr. be the junior if he's a nephew of James Bond? These are one of the many questions I have. Enclosed is $30 for postage back. Please include James Bond Jr.'s fingers. I am a supervillain. Love, Steve. Baby Steve. And the funny thing is that was like in the 90s. I just finished my last letter yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, you said I had a lot of things to write about right. and I had a lot of questions I finally asked my and you kept sending people $30 in the mail. Mhm. And for fingers. Did you ever get a finger from anyone? They're like cell shade fingers, yeah. Oh, okay, but not no actual fingers. Once. Chicken fingers. <laughs> in the mail? <laughs> yeah, if, if were you they ever... good? Did you have them? Uh yeah. I mean, it wasn't bad. What'd you dip them in? Ranch. Sauce? Ranch. Oh, ranch. I know. Get out of here. I what? You don't Wait. You loser. Do you not like ranch? No, I like ranch. What's so what? It's just a little uninspired. Come on. What, what? No, no honey I, mustard? I, it's what I no, had. No spicy barbecue? Look, I love both of those things. Uh-huh. Um, especially Ken's honey mustard. That's my favorite honey mustard for, sure. for dipping chicken fingers. I just only had ranch. What? I mean, I can't, I can't... Am I a loser because I only had ranch? Yes, it's very clear that you're a loser. What do you rate your week out of? 100. <sighs> anyway, Violet Hour was great. <laughs> Service was awesome. Company was fun. Drinks were expensive. I give it 79 out of 100. I'm proud of you. Thanks. You, you re- reviewed your week. I did. Now you got to say it to me. Chris, review my week. Your week was terrible. Zero oh. out of 100. Okay. How about my review week? your week. Thank you. Um, welcome. This weekend, I went to see a little movie called Game Night. Oh. Um, it was very funny and funnier than I ever thought it would be. Usually mainstream comedies that come out are usually terrible. Um, but this one was quite well directed and had a great cast and it was uh, very funny. Who is the director? It was uh, John Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein, from what I understand. Uh, what are, tell me what are they Have you ever for? seen the show Freaks and Geeks? Oh, yeah. I love that show. The main geek, uh-huh. uh, the kid, oh. that's John Francis Daly. Oh, cool. He's a director. He directed such things as Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs 2. Horrible. Really? No, he wrote he Horrible Bones Bosses. for a minute? He was on Bones. He directed uh, Vacation, wow. that remake with Ed Helms. He has a weird like directing career, but it was very good. That's great. Yeah, it looks fun. We we I, we saw the the preview when we saw Black Panther, and I, I was like, that looks like a good movie. Yeah. What didn't look like a good movie was Hurricane Bank Robbery or whatever it was called. But, Hurricane Heist. Right. Um, but that's you know we've already talked about that. Neither here <laughs> nor there. God, I'm going to go see it. Um, <laughs> Hurricane Heist. Yeah. You're going to be front row center. Uh, yeah. That'll I, I, I want to strain my neck. Yeah, you know it's not a good seat in a movie theater front row center, right? That's how bad I want to see this, that I am going to hurt myself. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's going to be great. I hurt myself today seeing Hurricane Heist in the theater. Hooray. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna I'm gonna say that the whole time, and people are gonna be like, "Shut the fuck up, dude!" In the front center, and I'm gonna right. be like, "No, bro, you shut the front." Front, 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 front up. You shut the front, front up. Although, and if, if it's anything like normal people in movie theaters, nobody tells people to shut up besides me. I'm always the person who sits next to guy. someone who's talking, and I'm like, guys, can you stop, please? It's a movie. Like, am I the only one doing this? Do you say fellas? it at that volume? No. Oh. I'm like, hey, guys, could you please stop talking? I can't, I can't hear the movie. Something like that. What? As someone, I am someone who typically avoids confrontation, so I'm curious, what is the reaction you usually get? Oops, sorry. Huh. Or just like, or just like, a little look of disdain, but they do it. They are silent anyways because they know you're right. 
Right, because yeah. don't fucking talk in a movie. I agree with you. I was just, yeah, I was just wondering because I, I don't have the the gallstones to do that. Right, but you do have gallstones. Several. Mm. I need more water. <laughs> well, while Steve flushes his insides out with chemicals, um, let's go ahead and give my week a seventy-two. Out of 100. Seven points less than mine. So I guess we'll go ahead and send these up the up the old tuber, huh? Go ahead. Oh, me first? Yeah. All right. Just put mine in there, too. Oh, sure. Here you go. No one can see you. you got to do the noise. Oh, it's, well, it's stuck. Okay. Well, then do some noise explaining how it's stuck. This is an audio medium. I'm, f- I'm frustrated that it's stuck. I can't focus on making noises right you can. now. I, I think you can. Believe in you. God damn it! Well, was, your bulging muscles and your uh, juicy pecs really juicy came pecs. in handy there. Glad I went for a run this morning. Send it up the tube. Jink, jink, voop. Chris jink, jink, voop. Jink, jink, voop. That's your that's your hit song, right? Yeah, inspired by Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Have you ever seen Chitty Chitty Bang Bang? I know you don't really watch. Things. I have not, but I'm pretty sure. Didn't they make a, a remake with Jackie Chan, or is that something? What? Else? Chitty Chitty Bang Bang with Jackie Chan? (laughs) That that might be like a remake of Around the World in 80 Days. I think you're thinking of Jackie Jackie Chang Chang. uh, Wow. Which is uh, Jackie Chan's uh, uh, musical extravaganza movie. Yeah. Hey, look at that. (laughs) Whoa, guys. We just got our pneumatic tube with our main review in this week. Ooh, Ooh, I can't wait to review some Oscar movies. Am I right? Yeah, Oscar (laughs) movies. All right, let's see what we got first. Oscar the Grouch. Uh, Wait, so this isn't a list of Oscar movies? I think they want us to review Oscar the Grouch. Oscar the... The character. Yeah, that's a... I mean, I mean, that's an Oscar. Right. This is Oscar week. So, uh, uh, all right. I mean, how familiar are you with uh, with Mr. Grouch? Mr. the Grouch? Pretty. Okay. Uh, did you watch Sesame? Were you a Sesame Street or were you a Barney kid growing up? Is there, did you have to be one or the other? Um, yes. Uh, I was, I was definitely Sesame Street. Barney was a little. Okay. Un- under my age. So I guess before we get into Oscar the Grouch yeah. completely, we should set our review scale for the episode. Mm. Um, so it's usually out of 100, but for our main reviews, we make it a little special out of 100 blanks. Uh, Steve, do you have any suggestions on what should be the review scale? Oh, this, I'm going to go with 100 Golden Boys. Golden Boys. And tell me why. I think I know why you went that direction. Because the Oscar statue is a golden boy. Oh, that's not at all what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> what was your th- reasoning of why I chose Golden Boys? <laughs> because, honestly, because something we're going to get to is the fact that when Oscar the Grouch started, he was orange and almost golden. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's pretty singular. I learned singular, that yesterday. Well, right? Yeah, but I mean, it's, it's on topic. I mean, I'm, I'm, I got Oscar fever. I don't know about you, so I'm I'm thinking about these uh, sweet, shiny statues. Oh, I, I'm thinking about golden Muppets. All right, well, so I guess Sounds you... Sounds like something you'd find in Urban Dictionary. Golden, golden Muppets? Muppet. What uh, is it? Okay, you're okay. You're browsing Urban Dictionary right now. You hit the random button. I'm assuming there's a mm-hmm. random button. Golden Muppet comes up. What is the definition? Your partner dresses as a furry. 
uh, and you pee on them in the suit. I, I think that's probably <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, thank you. That makes sense. Do you have any better definition, or are you, is, are you going to go? With that? Uh, I'll give it a go. Um, you put your hand in a, a, a puppet, sure, and then um, it, it, it gets stuck, and then you can't get it out right mm-hmm. your hand's stuck in this this puppet looking very much like a muppet i guess we can just call it a muppet for the sake of this is this what the definition is listing is what everything you're saying right now yeah yeah okay yeah. all of the words so even the, even in, the, the in the middle words. of the 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 tangent uh muppet mm-hmm. definition okay yeah. go ahead um and then you can't get your hand out and you in order to get it out you have to get a, a gold bar like a cartoony gold bar uh-huh. and then pry your hand up, but then you realize it doesn't work. Okay. So then you have to do that James Franco thing from that was it like 96 days later. And then he, has, he, he cuts his arm off with a spoon about the real guy who did it mm-hmm. when he goes rock climbing. And you have to, you have to cut your arm off with a gold bar. That is a golden muppet. It's a very expensive and a circumstantial maneuver, I guess. I mean, let's, let's, let's give it up for the guy who made that up on urban dictionary. He only has one arm, gold bar and a muppet. All right. Let's give him one up. And uh, let's, let's not, Ignore the point that it is a, now a non-functional Muppet because there's an arm stuck up there. A severed arm. A right. severed arm, yeah. I mean, eventually it'll probably turn into bone and fall out, but... <laughs> turn into bone. <laughs> turn in, yeah, yeah we, we're, we don't have bones inside of us. We just turn into bones right. when we die. Um, so, Oscar the Grouch, eh? Hey. Um, we, we watched a few clips, and as Steve said, there's a little fun, fun factoid. Uh, Oscar's first appearance, he was orange. Yeah, he remained orange for that entire first season, um, and then changed to green, which you know everybody knows him. By. That's the familiar Oscar the Grouch. They explained it apparently by a uh, visit to Swamp Mushy Muddy. Really? My guess—I don't know the specifics, but my guess is he went to the swamp and it permanently turned his skin color green. Oh, that's what you mean. That's how they explain the color change. Yes. I thought you meant why he was grumpy. I don't no. know why he's grumpy. He's, that's just how he is, dog. Grouchy. Let's be fair. He's why a, he's grouchy. Yeah. No, Oscar the Grump is Oscar his uh, name. He had a... The, I saw a thing. I, I meant to watch it, uh, but I didn't. And I, it's on YouTube somewhere. Is He has a brother. Does he really? Do you yeah, know his name? He's like... Um, I don't remember, and I'm sad that I don't... Excuse me. I had a hiccup. Uh, but he, he was like a... Um, almost like a boxier, moppier... Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like uh, longer hair. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. almost like almost like Terry Mobster combined, the Grouch. Terry combined with Sam the Eagle turned green. Right, is that his name? Mobster the Grouch. It is now. Cool. Yeah, it's now canon. Yeah, so <laughs> I mean, like nobody knows why he's such Grouch. I such mean, Grouch. He, he openly admits that he Wait, why he's such Grouch. Why he's such a Grouch? Not what you say. You'll hear it on the playback when oh, you I listen to wait. the podcast, Five and you'll dollars. be. Five dollars, I get that. If I say such grouch, yes. Wait, no, 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 no. I get five dollars when we hear that you say such grouch. I said such a grouch. Oh, I mean, you, we at this point you've now Deal. said both. Deal. The All first right. one was such a grouch, and you misheard me. I can't, can't wait to can't wait, wait to spend this five dollars on candy and skittles. Yeah, I, I can't wait to spend this five dollars on five singles. We'll give you guys the outcome of the bet next episode. We will. Um, so yeah, we don't know why he's such. No, he openly admits that he doesn't like anybody except for uh, kids yeah. on the show. He he like seems to like children because he's they're the only people that he can actually act nice to without facing ridicule from his fellow grouches. 
I, <laughs> which it seems to be a race. I think the it, race I, of I vaguely remember that being a thing. And what I um I actually laughed a little bit when I when I saw the uh, like the premiere mm-hmm. uh, or like his like which is an easy YouTube search you know Oscar the Grouch first scene something like that. What's YouTube? Really? It's it's a website where. What's a website? Are we doing this? <laughs> okay. Anyway, I mean, are you, are you really gonna make me explain YouTube to you? I want to hear it. It's it's a website, uh-huh. which let's let's assume you know what a website is. Okay. And I don't know. It continue. It oh, God damn! I hate you so fucking much sometimes. The um, I don't know. It's a place where you watch videos on the internet. Okay. I had a great story. You can still tell the story. Yeah, not if you don't fucking know what YouTube is or the internet. I'm more concerned. Now. I just want you to know, you to explain what YouTube is. I want to hear what your perspective is. It's a website where you can play videos and people can be racist without consequence. Like you? No. <laughs> it sounds like that's why you like it. No, I'm just not why. I, I didn't say that's why I like it. It's just a thing. <laughs> You've been on YouTube. You know I'm not. I'm not wrong. <laughs> You're getting, you're getting so defensive about this. <sighs> oh yeah, I'm I'm the one who gets up mad at you. Get mad at me for derailing stories, Mister, <laughs> whose catchphrase is on this show so far. I don't mean to derail the bit, but that's fair. <laughs> okay, so anyway, I laughed a little bit, actually uh, quite a bit in the first, you know, his premiere because mm-hmm. some guy is walking this girl down the stairs and showing her around Sesame Street. Sure. And he's like, you know, he knocks on the, the, the trash can lid to introduce his girl to Oscar. And he knocks a couple times and Oscar comes out a couple times. And of course, he's grouchy. And then he goes, I already, he said something to the effect of to the little girl, I already like you better than him because you're not bothering the crap out of me. Does he say <laughs> crap? No, but like, oh, okay. that's, that's the gist of it. And it, right. it made me, it just made me laugh because he's just like, this adult's being an asshole. You're not. So I already like you better. And, and it's just, it just, it just really, the, the delivery was, was fucking. You could probably bother the crap out of Oscar the Grouch, if you know what I'm saying, because he's in, a, he's in a garbage can. So there's probably a lot of crap in there. I feel like. I just had a memory flash. Have they ever gone inside? I feel like they've gone memory inside. Flash. <laughs> well, you know what I mean. I, I feel like they've gone inside the, and I could t- be totally making this up. They go inside yeah. the can, and it's like huge. It's like a big like house. A mansion, yeah, right? for yeah. sure. Okay. He also like originally was carried around with the help of Bruno the Trash Man. Really? Who? Yeah, this guy carried Oscar around so he could be, and it was like a full body costume where the puppeteer. Was oh, it I see. inside the costume? It was like super oh, and weird. then his arm was probably coming out the back, kind of. But it was thing. two people in in that costume. Ooh, yeah. Um, but he hasn't appeared on the show in over a decade. Uh, Bruno the Trash Man. I gotta look that up. Why? So did he did he carry the the can? Yeah. Or did he carry the Oscar? Like, does Oscar have legs? He does. Uh, there there have been clips of him outside uh, of dancing. The can. Wow. Pushing his legs through and out and outside the can, he was ice skating at one point. That's so weird. Oh yeah, to think about. I mean, I guess it makes sense. He was originally created to demonstrate racial and ethnic diversity, since his manners and tastes were different from those from the other characters. His char- his creators hoped to address social issues by using his differences as a metaphor for racial and ethnic dif- differences. Some viewers, however, saw Oscar as a surrogate for poor urban Americans. Wow, uh, that's deep. I know. I mean, 
slightly racist for depicting a different race of a character inside a garbage can, but yeah, a little. <laughs> At least he doesn't have an accent or anything like that. Oh my god, yeah, he's not those Star Wars things. Uh, it's me, Wado. That's such. That's so good. That always impresses me. You you wanna you wanna make a bet about this? Don't try to use your Jedi tricks on me. You said such grouch. That's how they do it, right? Oscar sounds like this, right? It's pretty normal. He just has like a raspy voice. Yeah, that's not bad. They apparently based it off of a uh, a cab, cab driver. Or oh, really? Carol Spinney is his name, who does Big Bird. And, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Oscar and possibly others. I don't huh. know. But uh, take that Frank Oz did. to the bank. Uh, no, Frank Oz does Kermit and uh, oh shit. Well, Jim Henson used Yoda. to do Kermit, right? But I mean, I mean, I just thought that Frank Oz did Big Bird. Um, you could not be more mistaken. I hope you hang your head in shame as you walk home. My, I'm probably gonna. You're gonna. No, you're gonna walk home. Use a lift. Yeah, I'll you. I'll lift you under the ground so you can walk all the way home. Did you say lift me under the ground? Onto. You want to make another bet? Not on this one. I'm oh, not, I'll rack I'm not up the as money. Confident. I am not, rack. I'm not as confident in this one. <laughs> well, so yeah. go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna say. So what? I mean, Oscar. Are we? What are we rating Oscar on as far as like uh, his personality? I mean, I guess you can rate him on overall how you think of the character. You know, uh, go ahead, yeah, and go ahead and take us away a couple sentences and uh, give me sum up your feelings on Oscar the Grouch and his impact on society or just in general his uh, rate him on a, like on how well they accomplished what they set out to do. Right. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I definitely. Thinking back, I mean, I definitely recognized him as a different Muppet. Mm-hmm. So I guess they kind of did. Because it's like, I mean, I guess a lot of it was he didn't have legs and he was always grumpy. Oh, didn't he have a little worm, Inchy? Yes, he has a, he's like a sidekick worm. I think his name is Inchy. You're probably right. Want to bet? No, I said you're probably right. I I will bet that you're right. I'll bet you 12. I would bet $5 and get your $5 back. Uh, No, I'm going to bet 12 hugs. Oh, Okay. Surprise hugs. Oh, that's that's really nice. Anytime I want, especially when you're eating soup. Yeah. Okay. All but right. I would be I would just be careful. No. Nope. Because you might well, I, don't I will burn not be you. careful. You, you might burn yourself. I'm not my worried hugs, about me. My hugs know no bounds. That's true. That's <laughs> so, true. Chris is a very big man. I'm a uh, some might call me a bear. Hmm. Like um, uh, like. Although sh- I'm not hairy. Like Shaggy Jason Siegel. Bear is bear is like a name for a, a large hairy gay man, I think. I believe so. Uh, I'm not hairy, but I am large, and I'm not gay, but I am a man. So two out of four. Yeah, that's also how I would just rate you. So that's why they call me half bear. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Um, Go ahead and give your rating for Oscar the so Grouch. Oscar, yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I remember being a kid and just do recognizing him as different if only because he was angry mm-hmm. that that's what i remember is like everyone was like happy and i and i don't think i was like scared of him but i was always just like oh man like why is this guy so grumpy all the time right. sorry grouchy um oscar the grumps oscar the grumps and, and i guess i mean to your point of did they set out did they do what they set out to do i mean yeah i definitely recognized him as different and that's a memory right. that i have 30 years later so um, but you know, also I feel bad for him. I mean, like you know, not the first time this has been said. Bro lives in a trash can, you know. I will say a very nice <laughs> trash can on the inside, but you know, he lives in a trash can. That sucks, you know. I mean, what's he's got the weight of the world on his shoulders, you know. He, yeah. I mean, 
is, is he? I don't know if you know this, but is he happy in there? Like, obviously, he's not happy ever. But like, I think he's that's his that's his like he's happy being grouchy. Like, that's his true self. So he likes living in in the garbage. I can. think so. Yeah, I think so too. Makes that choice. So I mean, as long as he's happy, I, that, that's important to me. That's important to me as well. Um, man. I, I think especially because in the like in the only way you can say like <laughs> fuck you it, like to yeah. an adult in a kid show like he did in that in his like premiere. Sure. I mean even like a ninety two out of a hundred. Oh wow! Yeah, That's a golden boys. Ninety two out of hundred golden boys. Thank you. Um, or pre Oscars. <laughs> I will. Uh, uh, I like Oscar the Grouch. I think he's different. He's he's grumpier. Uh, he's 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 a he's a nice foil to most of the characters on Sesame Street because everyone is nice and upbeat and Oscar the Grouch does himself. He does he does him, you know, and he uh he does what he wants to do and what he wants to do is live in a GD garbage can and grump out on everybody and grouch out. All the more power to him. Um I wouldn't say he was my favorite character. My favorite character was Big Bird, but uh, <laughs> that makes a lot of sense to yeah. me. <laughs> But uh, I like I like Oscar the Grouch as a character, and I hope that he taught children um, that it's okay to be grouchy sometimes. And can I? Can no, I... wait until I'm finished. Nope. And so, uh, okay. And <laughs> in the middle of my thoughts, how dare you? Well, go I, ahead. I was going to give you some peace of mind and me some peace of mind that I, I totally forgot last night. I watched him sing a song called "I Love Trash." So right. I, I would I would venture to say that yeah, he is happy. Great song, two and a half minutes. Anyways, so pardon that interruption. I'll finish my uh, review, and his comment will have no bearing on my ultimate score, but it is going or to be half bearing. Nice. It's <laughs> going to be a eighty-three out of one hundred golden boys. Sure, and I would say that's pretty high. I would argue that's a pretty high review for you. You're kind of a tough. Uh, you're tough. Uh, cell. You're a tough cell. Thanks. You're Amazing. a white blood cell, and you're pretty tough. I am AB positive red blood type. Is that the second time you've mentioned your blood type on this podcast and within five episodes? Probably. <laughs> also, pr- I'm allergic to nuts. Four. <laughs> hey, let's go ahead and send this one up the tube. <laughs> oh, that was so much better than mine. Well, I am a better person than you, so. Next up, <laughs> we have Oscar. So, wait. Yeah, that we're doing that's what we're doing, right? Oscars. Right. But it says Oscar singular. Oscar the Wait, you can't be talking about the nineteen ninety one Sylvester Stallone movie Oscar. I think it's exactly what it's talking about. Oh, I cannot wait to talk about this. It's literally <laughs> I texted Chris when I, I I was watching it and I said during the opening credits, I go I, at the same time, because I knew nothing about the movie, neither of us did going in, I go, I know exactly what this is and have no idea what this is at the same time. Yeah, it's, uh, so for a little context, Oscar is a 1991 screwball comedy directed by John Landis. Um, of Animal House. Starring, and oh yeah, of many movie fame. Sure, sure. And uh, starring Sylvester Stallone and... Uh, uh, Marissa Tomei. Marissa Tomei. Th- this was like a star-studded cast, actually. Tim, oh yeah. Um, I almost said Tim Robbins. That's not right. Tim, um, the guy from Rocky Horror. Curry. Tim Curry. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's in it. Um, 
the the guy the other like a couple of people from Animal House are in it, including the guy who plays uh, the cop in the mask, which is a super bizarre reference, but I love him. <laughs> the guy who opened the door all the yeah. time. Yeah. So I'm gonna try to run through the plot, uh, and we can interject here, um, but just a little more background. So Oscar the movie is based off of a play yes. uh, from the 60s if i'm not mistaken uh, i wrote this down it's um yeah, go yeah. ahead i'll tell it's, you it's it's technically it. it's it would you would classify the movie as a 1958 farce. 1958 you would classify the movie as a farce and um it took place in 1931 and mm. during prohibition and that's all and uh it stars sylvester stallone as a mobster um, and I guess that's enough background. Let's just go into the plot here. So, yeah, so the opening scene. Uh-huh. Um, so, well, I didn't realize this. I didn't notice this. You know who plays his dad? Did you notice? Yeah, Kirk this? Douglas. Kirk Douglas. That's right. And then, so Sylvester Stallone, his name is um, Angelo, Angelo Snaps, Snaps Provolone, Provolone. Uh, which is not at all a stereotype, I don't think. Mm, it's it's pretty stereotypey for these types of things, for sure. Oh, yeah. No, I was being sarcastic. I know. Yeah, but they call him Snaps because anytime he does anything, he snaps. He snaps his fingers, and it's it's very... Annoying. It's, it's really loud, actually. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't know. I, I'm going to be honest. Overall, just quick just quick summary. I really enjoyed this. You did? I did. Interesting. And, and here's the thing. like I watched it, and I like I said, I had no idea what was going on. I made a note of this. Um, Don't jump ahead if if it's there's plot. No, I won't. So it, it start the opening scene of the movie is Sylvester Sloan is obviously well off mobster gets out of the car with his like four kind of accomplice bodyguard guys mm-hmm. and goes to his aunt's house to visit his dying father and he makes you know his father his father's dying and father's dying and he, he makes a promise to his father on his deathbed on his father's deathbed saying I'll you know I'll go straight I don't want to I'm not going to be a mobster anymore I'm going to make like a clean living I'm going to you know. Yep, he promises to go straight. Yeah, and um, <laughs> so for <laughs> his dad, Kirk Douglas, uh-huh. <laughs> just like he's like leaning in, son, leaning in, son, and then he slaps the shit out of him. Yes, like a lot of times. A couple and, of and times. And Sylvester Stallone, in classic Sylvester Stallone reaction, has no reaction. Mm-hmm. He's like, why did you slap me? <laughs> that's really that's pretty good too. <laughs> Two years. Okay. Um, Say, why did you slap me? Hey, Dad, why did you slap me in the face? <laughs> hey, Sylvester Stallone, it's me, Sylvester Stallone. Hey, well, Sylvester Stallone. Hey, when nice you, to meet you. When did you get here? I, didn't I got see here three minutes ago. Here, I got here four minutes ago. Oh, cool. Yeah, you, wanna, you, wanna share, you wanna share a lasagna? I was gonna see if you wanna share a uh, cheesesteak. Oh, well, uh, I'll have, a, I'll have the lasagna, you have the cheesesteak, and we well, split well, it. I'll cut mine in half, you cut yours in half, and then uh, we switch plates. That's cool. And then, can we feed each other like lady in the tramp i've always wanted to touch myself <laughs> oh man that was amazing but so <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. i broke character um i don't mean to derail the bit i don't mean to derail the bit but i'm gonna talk about uh, my first favorite part of the movie okay what is which it? is when so sylvester Stallone's like all right you know he, he's already been slapped twice mm-hmm. and we're going for a rule of threes here very clearly and every you know his dad kirk douglas we're led to believe he dies. There's, you know, maybe 20, 30 seconds of silence. All these bodyguards are mm-hmm. taking their hats off. And, you know, it's like, all right, he's dead, but why are we still here? And then Sylvester Stallone leans in a little bit, and Kirk, Kirk Douglas gets up and slaps the shit out of him again. <laughs> again. And I don't remember his line, but he has just, like, kind of one 
like kind of cheesy line. And then he like, and then he dies. And then I, I, I'm time stamped this at four minutes and 21 <laughs> seconds. Sylvester Stallone is already breaking the fourth wall. He looks, and looks straight into the camera. Yeah. And, and then, then the movie starts. And the movie starts. We go into this like weird stop motion. It's an it's an animated opening, which was all the rage in the early nineties. Was it? Um, yes. Oh yeah. You know your Christmas vacations, your Home Alone. Oh, like shit. they all liked the animated openings. And usually there was a point to the animated opening. Although this one had a claymation opera singer, mm-hmm. and he would singing you know, Figaro, right? or whatever. What is it? I uh, think it's Figaro. Figaro. Sure. Yeah. And. It's a stop motion animated guy, but he stands there and then the rest of it, just he like, just sings. But it's like a, a PowerPoint presentation of everybody, <laughs> of everybody in the movie. And that's it. Yeah, and that's there's it. no, the animated guy doesn't do anything besides stand there and sing. And then it doesn't forward open, the plot. It doesn't give you any ideas to what the movie's over. about. It's, 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 it was pretty baffling. And I was like, oh boy, we're, we're in for, we're in for a ride here. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, and then. We start the actual movie, and it takes place in a. The whole movie basically takes place in one house, which makes mm-hmm. sense because it's based off a play, and it's his right. giant house. Yeah, and you know we could try to. I'll try to go through the plot. Is uh, there are so many plot. Well, twists. it's a farce, right? That's that's okay. the part of a farce. Is like it's gonna be all these misunderstandings and all okay. these mix-ups and silly things and things get switched out and characters but I didn't realize confused. how many times it was going to happen. That's yeah, that that's pretty par for the course for a farce. Is it? It is. It, it definitely is. But this this uh so I can't really go through all the plot, but we'll we'll try to go through as much as we can. So like yeah, we start with the mansion and the, you know, he's meeting with bankers, right? And he hopes to uh He's still he's he's led a, a straight life, and there's definitely a recurring joke where the mobsters, his like they can't adjust. Yeah, his friends can't his his uh you know lackeys can't adjust from being mobsters, so they keep pulling out guns or doing things that are that mobsters do. And at one and point, there's even that like classic cartoon bit of like one of the Chaz Palminteri again, amazing actor. Like yeah. Sylvester sounds like what Connie I think his name is in the, in the show. He's like. All right, just, like, I thought I took your gun. He's like, this is my backup. He's like, put your weapons on the table. And it's like 45 seconds of him putting pulling out, like, crowbars and sticks of dynamite with clocks on them. It actually like, gets, yeah. So it's like a few guns and then knives. And then he pulls out, like, a poison with a skull and crossbones oh, yeah, And it actually it. says poison on yeah, the bottle. And then that, he pulls out laugh. a slingshot. And then he pulls out, like, a ball and chain. Like, like a mace. A, yeah, mm-hmm. and then he pulls out like dynamite that's literally ticking. Yeah, it was <laughs> that, pretty that actually funny. concerned me. Like, I was like, "Is that gonna blow him up?" <laughs> it was. It was pretty funny. It I came it out of funny. nowhere. It was so. Uh, that just kind of goes back to this whole thing that it was like I didn't know it was a play at first. Right. And when I started watching it, I was like, "Why? What is with everybody's line delivery? And why is this so physical and active mm-hmm. and like cartoony?" Yeah. And then I googled, and I was like, "Oh, this." It's. A, I learned it was a play. I was like, "Oh, yeah. this." I feel like I'm watching a play. It's for sure. And a I, play. I wrote down, "It's the Expendables meets community theater," <laughs> because I it's guess. like, well, because it's like this amazing cast. Like pretty much yeah. everybody in it is notable to some degree. For sure. There's, but then there's it's just few... like it felt like I felt like I was just like I paid like seven dollars to watch this, at like on a Tuesday night. <laughs> And he brings in, so yeah, he brings like, he's trying to meet with the bank and, and go straight and, you know, get a board a seat on the board of the bank. And then the accountant comes in 
And this is where things start getting confusing, basically right off the bat. Yes. The accountant says, I'm in love with your daughter. I want a 250% raise. And uh, and then he gets upset because it's his daughter. And he's like, I'm actually sleeping with your daughter. And he's like, what? You're sleeping with my daughter? Hey, wait, that's my daughter. I'm Sylvester hey, Stallone. I'm Sylvester Stallone. It's my daughter. I'm Sylvester Stallone. Hey, our food came. You want to start eating it? Oh, yeah. I'll go. Hey, you got you got five bucks on a tip to delivery driver. That's okay. Uh, I'll... I don't, but uh, I'll Wait, Venmo you. You, ve- you Venmo me? Yeah. You Venmo me? I'll Venmo you. You're Adrian. I'm going to Venmo myself. What's my Venmo username? It's uh, Rocky Boy 27. Rocky Boy 27. Hey, you spell that, Adrian. R-O-K-I-E dash B-O-Y. 27. Oh, well, hey, where's that, little, where's that little A guy in a circle? I got to put that in front of my hey. username. Hey, the guy's waiting for the tip. Why don't you hurry up? Oh, man, I'm so sorry. Hey, hey, delivery driver, I'll be right down. Hey, you got a Venmo? What's your username? Uh, just side note, Steve did his <laughs> impression with his arms straight out to the side uh, the entire time. I was like, sticking flexing. Straight out. <laughs> I needed to feel bigger. That's he's true. a big boy. I was opening up my airway, too. It's a, he's, he's, he's a pretty deep voice. <laughs> um, so... Yeah, the accountant wants to marry his daughter, and so Sylvester Stallone ends up uh, agreeing and giving him a raise and being like, "You can marry my daughter." There's some there's some funny stuff. Like his delivery is super inconsistent. Sometimes he's pretty funny, and sometimes I can't understand Stallone? the fucking word he says. Yeah, yeah. What I, I what I noted was how many times he visibly almost broke character to laugh. <laughs> yeah, did you yeah, notice that? Yeah, I, I thought it was funny. Like it like just again made it more community theater. Yeah, to you're me. right. Like, it's very community theater in the way that the costumes looked super community theater, mm-hmm. like a high school play, and. Like the it was just shot really badly. It like shot it was shot like a like a, a play, and someone was shooting it. I told you, I felt like I was sitting in the audience of a play. Like I wonder but if that's what they were going. The for? accountant that worked. The accountant was wearing glasses. I don't know if this bothered you, but it really bothered me. And the reflection of the lights were bouncing off of his glasses the entire time into the frame, and you couldn't see the dude's eyes. And I'm like, don't they usually have solutions for glasses in movies? I I honestly didn't notice that. Um, well, whatever. I was too busy watching like their arms flail around, which is also possibly why I why I did that right right now too. There's there's like some funny bits in the beginning. I, I was mostly like like kind of like sitting back being like, impress me, movie. You know how you do. Yeah, I mean, there are parts of it that are almost like even a little like like Buster Keatony, like that um yeah. like that one guy, the the guy from Animal House, who's also the cop in the mask. Like yeah. he he was actually one of my favorite parts of the movie. The guy who just whenever somebody comes to the door, he's the guy who answers it. But he's also like his old he's, like he was really good. He was I great. He's like Stallone's old hitman in the movie though, so it's like now he's like the host and the door guy. Right. And, I don't go on. Um we're talking oh. about the account. You can't. Stallone. Well, he, he just has little asides to himself that were like, "Oh, this is kind of funny," you know, where he's like, uh, "I don't want to." Like, Stallone said something along the lines of, "I don't want to do nothing," and then goes, "Damn it, double negative." And I was like, "Oh, that's that's pretty funny." Did he say, I didn't, yeah, I missed it was that like line. real quick, but I was like, "Oh, that's cute." He's like, <laughs> he's like trying to, he's like trying to learn words and try not to sound like, and... yeah. Um, and then we cut to Marissa Tomei, who plays his daughter. She's great. She was great. At first, I was like, oh, boy. 
Oh, because she's a little over the top. She's but, over the top, but again, it's, it's a play. Theater. It's a yeah, it, play, it made so much sure. sense to me. And she was like my cousin. What's the girl? What's her name in my cousin Vinny? Oh, I don't. I can't remember. Oh, but she was like that to like a a, a char- like a M3. character extreme. Yeah. I, but it was, it was so fun. She was so fun to watch. Like I loved, I loved watching. She was her. super bratty, and at first it it was like off putting. Then I'm like, oh well, this is kind of what they're going for. So I I get it. Um, yeah, super spoiled, and she wants to leave the house. So she, uh, you know, by the suggestion of the I guess Irish maid. Yeah, I couldn't tell until mostly yeah. to the end. I'm like, I think she's trying to be Irish. Yeah, but by the suggestion of the maid, pretends to be pregnant. Um, so she calls Stallone and he's like, hey, what do you want, daughter? Yeah, and she's like, what does she say? She's like, daddy, I got to go to the convent because I'm going to have a baby out of wedlock. And right? Is that you know, a- he was like, why would you go to a convent? And she's like, because that's where they go to to have baby. babies out of wedlock. He's like, what? Oh, the I got my daughter pregnant. <laughs> and so he, she originally... Uh, says that Oscar is the father, and so you're like, wait. Well, we don't know Oscar? this yet. We don't know this. No, yet. she does. She she says it in she says it to in that maid. scene. She says, uh, no, but not Oscar's the father. Not to Stallone. Yeah. No, because he doesn't find out. No, because he he still thinks that this other guy is the father. No, she tells she tells him. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. You're right. That it was Oscar's the father. You're and right. Then, so much happened in this movie. Right. It's it's a lot. And then so. The accountant, you assume that the accountant is trying to fall in love with Marissa Tomei, who's his daughter. Right. But then some random woman comes in and is like, hey, I've pretend- been pretending to be your daughter, right. and this this accountant is in love with me. Yeah. And the, the accountant, just a quick note, stepped out to, because the accountant starts the movie by telling Stallone that he like right. robbed him of like 50 grand, to give or take. Yeah. And he like turned it into like jewels and diamonds. So the, the accountant oh, right. has left to get the jewels, the jewels and, and diamonds. diamonds. So he's not on set at this point. <laughs> right. Meanwhile, the cops are across the street watching all the people come yeah, in. Yeah, there's three, kind of like there's the three cops in an apartment, and one of them is Kirkwood Smith, who was the father in that 70s show. Uh-huh. He's trying to do a mob accent, but uh, yeah, he was just sounds like himself. <laughs> there's also, um, I feel his name is Art Lafleur. Oh, yeah, he's who, in, he does a lot of things. Yeah, he's in everything. I, I He's most memorable, memorable to me as the guy who played Babe Ruth in The Sandlot. Oh, sure. Or The Ghost of Babe Ruth. Um, so we, before, <laughs> there's so, so much, much shit happening. Then two guys come in and try to sell Stallone a suit. Well, and they're his tailors, I feel They're like. his tailors. They're called, like, the Finucci brothers, and they're right. two little Italian men. One is Harry Shearer. Yes, one is Harry Shearer, who is the voice of many things on The Simpsons. Yeah, um, and, uh, Spinal Tap. Yeah, oh yeah. And a million things. He's very famous. Uh, so they're there, and then... <laughs> We cut to some boring guys in a in a in suits drinking milk. They're like they're like the bank guys, and it's just like a, oh, yeah. a character. Not very important. I don't even know why I said it, but um, because they just have to acknowledge it's like their introduction. Right. You have to acknowledge that they do exist. At and this then the point. the fake daughter, the woman who says she's been pretending to be Stallone's daughter, comes in and she's wearing her like, name is Teresa. I think Teresa. Her name. Marissa Tomei is Lisa, and the quote unquote imposter is Teresa. Teresa, and she's wearing like some weird Amish outfit. Looks like, an, <laughs> and she's also not great. I was just gonna. Say her line delivery was awful. It was like, flat and weird. And my guess is like she was in the original play, like the Broadway play. And they're like, let's put her in the movie. You think so? I don't know. I, I couldn't imagine why I, else I would she like be she in was, that, movie. that was even, she was even bad for like play though. Like right. it, it was her delivery. Like there's a there's a bag behind. You'd be, right be Stallone and I'll do the I'll do the delivery. Okay. 
Hey, uh, whoa, 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 what, what you think you're doing? Why you gonna man go? Well, you not my daughter. I'm sorry. I've been pretending to be your daughter because I fell in love with your accountant. Oh well, yeah, but how'd you know I had an accountant? And how'd you know I was a daughter? I, 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 my daughter. Sly, are you are you okay? You're having some. I can't understand what you're saying. You having a stroke? Well, I think I'm doing all right, but I was just wondering. I'm very full of lasagna and cheesesteaks. Hey, Sly, oh. what are you doing here? I just, oh, I thought I was covering for you. Did you eat all my lasagna and cheesesteaks? I did. I couldn't find you and I got hungry. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. A Venmo me. Okay, but I didn't eat any of the lasagna or the cheesesteaks. Well, let's, let's grab up some more. You want more food? I want more. Of course I want more food. Stop putting your arms up. <laughs> it opens up my airway. I, I guess so. This is me with my arms in. This is me with my arms out. You're just changing your voice. You're not. It doesn't physically do anything. I, I know, but it, well, it does physically do something. Why don't you prove it? I just tried to, and you yelled at me. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, oh God, okay. I, I, it's like let's, this let's is... just like do a quick bullet point recap. Okay. Okay. So uh, <laughs> Sylvester Stallone has given up his mob life to go straight as a banker. Um, his accountant has told him that he's marrying his daughter, Lisa, uh, or no, he doesn't use daughter. a name. I'm sorry. He doesn't use a name. Accountant tells Sly that he's marrying Sly's daughter. And he stole 50 grand from him. He stole 50 grand from him. Accountant leaves to get money. Sly confronts daughter. Daughter says, Oscar, who's the former chauffeur is the father, is to the her father of fake the baby. baby. Fake daughter, Teresa comes, comes in. in and then... That's where we are. Says, I'm pretending to be your daughter right. uh, to marry this accountant guy. And so I was like, oh, that's good. And then, <laughs> and then, oh my God. So then, so then before Anthony figures out that it's his fake daughter, uh, Snaps agrees to actually, to marry his actual daughter who is pregnant, quote unquote, but without a husband. Also, he calls her a tramp. Yes, he does. Stallone calls his own daughter, Marissa Tomei, a tramp. Then Lisa and Anthony are, are unhappy, so then they try to find Lisa another husband, who ends up being the linguistics coach, played Tim Curry. by Tim Curry. He's great. By one of the highlights of the movie. He's hilarious. I, uh, he's, he's, I mean, good in everything. Yes. And you know what I learned recently? This is so sad. I didn't realize that he's been in a wheelchair for a long time. Tim Curry, eh? Yeah, he, oh. he like had a stroke. I, I, I can't place the year. It was a while ago, and he's in a wheelchair. Is and that awful. Yeah, it's it's pretty bad. It's so it's like a bummer. So Sly, Cultural bummer. So Sly uh, starts to try to um, bribe Tim Curry into marrying his daughter. Right. Oh, and but we skipped one important thing. We're not going to be able to hit every single nope, plot point. No, th- this is <laughs> this is a very fast one. So at one point the 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 Irish quote unquote maid quits. Okay. Or no, gets fired, gets fired. No, uh-huh. no. Oh no, no. She quits because I wrote a note is cuz this line was actually said you can't fire me. I quit. Mm-hmm. It was said with a, I, I didn't do the accent. But I was like is this the origin of that line? No. It was <laughs> Probably not. Well, but exactly. But I was just like, maybe it is. But probably not, though. Anyway, the the point is, the maid is 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 packing her bags yeah. to leave. She's yes. packing a black bag, which looks a lot like the, the bag jewel that, bag, right? Which also right. looks like some other bag. And so I was like, I'm gonna bribe you, Tim Curry. I'm gonna bribe you into being my daughter's husband, and then dumps out pink underwear all over the table. Right. Because and he's like, wait a second, this isn't the money. 
And yeah. Zoom, and Tim Curry's like, oh, well, um, I don't think I want to do that. But You're, uh, you're going to have to do all the Tim Currys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then, what, then Tim Curry... Well, Tim meets Curry, Marissa meet, Tomei. Yeah, and they like actually hit it off. Yeah, like, they kind like, of fall in love with each other. And they're because they're both like, we feel trapped in our homes. <laughs> like that's that's it, right? Yeah, for like, sure. Because he sure. feels trapped by his mom, and she feels trapped. You, you, never you know how it. I feel. I do know how you feel. That's how it went. Yeah, and then exactly. and then, but they end up getting along, and it's like Sly gets the, the he thinks he gets the bag of jewels back, and then he. He tries to bribe Tim Curry again. Well, he yeah, he gets the bag of jewels uh, and then gives it to Chaz Palminteri and is like, watch this. Oh, watch right. this with your life. Right. And then Chaz, it's kind of a funny moment. He brings the bag into the room, sets it on a table, sits on a couch, and just stares at the bag. <laughs> and that's like, Palminteri's great. Yeah, he's movie. really, really, he's probably the MVP of the movie. And then gets distracted by watching Marissa Tomei and Tim Curry in the garden falling in love with each other. Because he's a sap. Like, he's right. like, you know, he's like, it, it's like the amusing, like, this is the brute, brutish guy who just had all these guns and weapons right. and stuff. And he's like, oh, you're the brute. And you have, like, here's the contrast being funny. And then it's a it's a pretty, it's a small but pretty funny moment where he's like, okay, uh, Tim Curry, I need to talk to you again. So I need to talk to you again. <laughs> uh, so we tried to do this before, but this time it's going to work. And he's like, I'm going <laughs> to bribe you this time with the money and then dumps out the underwear again. Right, because there was another switch along yeah. the way when, when uh, Palminteri was distracted. And but, and but like Curry so sweetly was like recognizes, well, A, that he like loves Tomei anyway, and he's going to marry yeah. her anyway. And he just like so sweetly like kind of starts going through the underwear, not creepily at right, all. Right. He's just like. Oh yes! Look at these diamonds and rubies, and just like right. reassure, like as if Stallone is super crazy, and like he's just like being really, really sweet about it. And What's, I thought that was he, like, he a really a, nice moment. Stallone has a funny line before he dumps out the underwear too. He's like, "Most men work their whole lives to get their hands on these," <laughs> and dumps out the underwear. Oh man! And if you think that's the last time we see that bag of underwear, you'd be you, sadly. Mistorkin. You, Mister, you'd be quite mistorkin. So then, I, I, I don't even know where we are in the movie at this point. So then there's like, they try to, so there's the police and they're like, oh, he's bringing these things in and out of the house into right. broad daylight. Because they're seeing all these like black bags coming in and out. Yeah. So they don't believe that Stallone has gone straight. They're just, they're trying to bust him. It's basically like a, a, a sting operation. Right. And then... Anthony finds a, gets a new maid, and then uh, as a reminder, Anthony is the accountant. Yes. Yes. Uh, so, oh, sorry. So Anthony goes and finds Teresa because she leaves. So Teresa leaves Anthony, the accountant, because of the possibly the stupidest reason ever, which was just uh, he had mentioned money twice in a conversation. He's like, "But what about the money?" And she's like, "Yeah, but but what about the money?" She's like, "I hate you. I'm leaving." And I'm like, "Wait, what?" Except it was delivered more like. I hate you. I'm, I'm leaving. leaving. Hey, where are you going, Teresa? I'm leaving because I am currently unhappy in my situation. I could turn that frown upside down. How are you going to do that? I'm so sorry I lied to you for pretending to be your daughter. Why was it... <laughs> What's your fucking frog joke? I was going to try to say it. Oh. <laughs> say it to Sylvester Stallone. Hey, okay, okay, guys. Thanks for thanks for this type 5 here at Zanies. Um, okay, I've been working on this one a long time. All right, what, what, did, what, did, what did the amphibian say when he, when he looked out the window? What? Oh, hey, I didn't know you were coming. That's not the punchline. I just didn't know that I was going to be in the audience, too. 
Don't ruin your jokes. Oh, just, sorry. Just let keep me, going. Let me start. Keep let me going, start. Slide. What did what did the amphibian say when when he looked out the window? What? Uh, it's sure is froggy out. And I gotta preface this by saying that the, at the time the weather was real foggy out. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Yeah. that's a knee slapper. Yeah. yeah, that's real good. Hey, I see you brought lasagna and cheesesteaks. I might as well get some. You know they have a they have a whole kitchen. I in might the as back. well get some uh some rash cream for my leg because my my leg is all red from me slapping that knee so much. Oh, hey. Oh. <laughs> Anyway, uh. <laughs> so they get they get, they bring a new maid in to replace the Irish one that left, and it's yes. then you find out it's uh, one of uh, Sly Stallone's old lovers. Yeah, from his mob days. Yeah, and uh, you find out that the maid is the actual mother of Teresa, the fake daughter. Right, and then you slowly learn. Actually, probably one of the best moments in the film. Ever, the audience obviously has realized that uh, Teresa, once his fake daughter, is now his real daughter. Yeah. And Chaz Palminteri, who who uh, it was like, is getting everything explained to him over and over. Throughout he's the, the first one to get he's it. He's like, yeah. oh, right, I get this. He's, he's like, the, I'm getting it. Yeah, he's the oaf who doesn't understand anything in the movie, needs everything explained, and then he's like, explains it to everyone. It was great. He's so it was good. pretty funny. And then <laughs> one, there was a line that actually made me laugh a lot. So at this point, they're like celebrating with champagne. Um I'm going to do a quick acknowledgement of Stallone's Italian wife, who's amazing. She's great. Yeah, she's pretty, she's pretty good. I enjoyed her. You know, she was good. Played the part Kind really of a well. thankless part, but... Agree, but I think she did great. But, uh, so they're like, Someone's oh, let's celebrate with, with some bubbly, right? Reminder, it's Prohibition, and he's made his fortune on Prohibition, mm-hmm. so he's got tons of booze. And the, um... Was it the, the funny guy that I keep referring to from The Mask? I, oh, I, yeah, his name's yeah. Peter Seigert or Seigert okay. or something like that. He, uh, he goes and gets the, the champagne and as like during that time the bankers the straight boring bankers come in the stuffy guys mm-hmm. and then he um Sager comes back with two iced bottles bottles of champagne and he, the guys are like is that champagne he's like no of course not it's prohibition we just keep these in the house for yacht christenings <laughs> is that what he said i, did, yeah. I completely missed that yeah. and it actually i literally go ha like that like <laughs> right. it gave me a steve laugh yeah, like, your guffaw like, yeah because uh, I totally wasn't expecting it, and it right. it just it totally got me. So then, it, I, as all farces do, it ends with a double wedding. Um, it's uh, is that is that actually normal? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. And uh, no, I mean most farces end with weddings. Like that's oh, like, okay. Like, yeah, but uh, we have uh, what Marissa Tomei and Tim Curry are getting married, mm-hmm. and then the accountant and his fake slash real daughter are getting married. Right, and just quickly. For 30 seconds before this, mm-hmm. the cops come in and oh, assume, right. mistakenly assume that the bankers are this, like, competing mob family, so they, mm-hmm. like, embarrass themselves. And for the third time, this bag of underwear makes an appearance because uh, uh, Kurtwood Smith is like, uh, look, I've got this bag of illegal stuff. And then he, like, dumps, dumps these. It out. And he, like, prefaces it, like, you know, cameras and photos, obviously not digital at that yeah. time, like a big deal to get your picture taken. And all the reporters, he's telling them, like, take my picture. This is going to be great. And he, like puts on this big dumb smile and dumps out underwear and he's like embarrassed and then one of the banker guys weirdly steals, steals underwear did you notice <laughs> yeah. that oh yeah I, I, mean, I literally why did that guy steal underwear like he didn't like he's a perv dude it was just so weird steve you're a full-fledged perv is that correct um I, i've heard no. that be thrown about i don't like that rumor i mean it's a rumor but it's also true but you've what? stolen some underwear in your days am i correct I've stolen your underwear right so how do you desperate. how do you do it 
break it down for me, because I've never noticed my underwear be stolen. Well, for starters, um, it doesn't get dumped on the table in front of me. I have to work for it. Right. I I do my best to turn my phone on speaker okay. and play the Mission Impossible theme song. Just That's why that's playing. Just so it's there. Because I know you love that song, and mm-hmm. if I, I put it on... I mean, like, I'm in automatic sneak mode. I'm, I'm, you can't hear me. ASM, yeah. Yeah, ASM. Automatic sneak mode. Uh-huh. And you, you can't hear me, so I play Mission Impossible theme song, right. and then I... Um, usually I, distract me with something. I throw a banana against the wall. Right. And it and just... I, I usually try to eat it, but with my paws, I can't get it open. So. Right. Well, one, you have one paw as you are a half bear. Yes. And, and then at this point, you realize, I'm just going to try to eat the skin. Wait, so I'm a half bear split... <laughs> vertically down the middle (laughs) i thought it's like half bottom half or top half but no i'm half beer split evenly down the middle yeah okay yes so so my right side how is this new to you did you not know this i just never seen a mirror i mean bears don't don't believe in mirrors oh yeah is that i didn't it's a fact really look it up on bearopedia oh my god i hope there's a bearopedia and i have (laughs) no idea what it's gonna be like i bet it exists it's right. either going to be bears or gay guys. <laughs> right. Maybe I both. Mean, of course. Maybe, why not both? So Why not both? We we chose this movie literally just because it was called Oscar. Or I'm sorry, our bosses chose this movie for <laughs> us because it was called Oscar. Self-employed. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I, I did not expect it to be this farcical or this like wait, zany or wacky. I enjoyed it. I, I genuinely, by the end, yeah. it Sounds like we're it. at final thoughts. I'm going to go ahead and uh, yeah. I'll, I'll start it off. Um I started off a little skeptical, um, mostly because it had such terrible ratings, and it kind of colored my uh, view of it going into like the movie. 13% on Rotten Tomatoes, I think. Yeah, um, and that it was based off a play. But honestly, by the end of it, I, I did legitimately enjoy it, and I did laugh out loud a few times. Um, and it's a really good cast. Sly Stallone is one of his only comedy movies. He's not the greatest comedic actor, but you can tell he's trying. And it, he had fun it, with it. He did have fun with it. And I honestly would say it's worth watching. It was very surprising to me. I would give it a 56 out of 100 Golden Boys. That's that's good. I I, I really enjoyed it. Like I said, I, I knew nothing about it, just like you. Uh, once I, again, once I realized that it was a play, it became a little more enjoyable to me. Same thing. I loved, I loved when Sylvester Stallone kept almost breaking because it really did. I felt like I was watching, I keep saying community theater, and it right. was just... I, I felt like I knew and liked all the characters and, you know, I didn't realize how many twists they're going to be. And they all like I had fun trying to keep up with them. I'm going to go like, especially because I had no expectations and just like just no idea what this was going to be. Yeah. I'm going to go an 80 out of 100 Golden Boys. Okay. It really blew you away because you had such again. low expectations. I would watch it again and I would tell somebody to watch it. But tell them definitely to go in blind because I think that's a really fun yeah. way to experience. I probably it. would never watch it again, but I would recommend that people watch it just because it's it's not. If not, it was on, like in the background, I'd leave it on. Maybe. But also, at the end, the credits had uh, Joey Travolta in the credits. If you noticed, he had maybe no lines in the movie. Which one was he? He was like one of the 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 guys, the mob guys in the oh, station. I know exactly in the who he was. He's he the guy had, who like guarded the car at the very beginning. No. 
No. no he, he had, like, no lines and was, like, basically an extra in the movie, but they, like, credit him because I'm assuming he's John Travolta's brother because he looks I exactly like him. Yeah, I, I, um, I know. Hey, it's me, Joey Travolta. Oh, Joey, it's, it's me, Sly. Thanks for having me in your movie, Sly. Uh, what could I do for you? Do I Am I the lead? Do I have a bunch of lines? Are there any sexy babes I can make out with on camera? Well, uh, uh, kind of. We got, um, Okay. You see, you see, uh, you see this dough in the kitchen. I got a big kitchen. You see this dough in the kitchen? Yes. I want you to kind of just stand here and pretend like you're making a bread or a pizza or something. The, okay. Do I do I have any lines or? You, like, well, you can like make some noise wherever when you when you when you when you when you're kneading the dough, but like uh, don't don't say too much, you know. What if I? We're probably gonna mute you if I'm, if I'm honest. You know, I have okay. a lot of creative control. You know, on I've this been project. I've been known to ad lib. You know, I could drop the dough on the ground and go dough. <laughs> that would be funny, wouldn't it? That would that would be very funny, and I might borrow that from my type five. But but no, even if you do that, we're probably gonna cut it out of the movie. I owe your I owe your brother a favor. God damn it, John. You've always been the more successful Travolta. Do, 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 As I look do, off into the distance, I think about my life. Joey Travolta. It's been a sad one. It's been a long one. And it's been a, a smelly one. Orlando, I love you. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> uh, well, hey, you actually were in tune that time. Fuck you. <laughs> All right. Well, let's send this one up the tube. Tube. That was good. Yeah. <laughs> That's really good, Steve. Um, okay. What What's next on the review? You know, I've really wanted to watch some Oscar movies. I, I figured that that's what this we're would due. be about. It's due, right? Yeah. It's, oh, we're yeah. Due. It's, we're due. it's up. So it's here we be. go. I mean, it's not going to be some sort of like wild card, is it? All right. It says read me. Okay. Hold on. Read, read me? Isn't that what you were doing? That's what you were doing when you read it. Into the Forest, oh. a poem by Oscar Wilde. Oh. Out of the midwoods twilight, into the meadows dawn, ivory-limbed and brown-eyed, flashes my fawn. He skips through the copses, singing, and his shadow dances along, and I know not which I should follow, shadow or song. Oh, hunter, snare me his shadow. Oh, nightingale, catch me his strain. Else moonstruck with music and madness, I track him in vain. Is that, is that it? Yes. Nice. I would. I dare I say, that was wild. With an E? I didn't get any claps or snaps. It was I, a poem. No, nah, I, well, I didn't know it was over. I guess and so now you do. You know what? I'm not going to give you just any snap. I'm going to give you an Angelo snaps provolone. That was worse than a regular snap. It wasn't a very good snap, mate. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. And I had to look at your face while doing it. This makes it worse. Wait. I don't know. You had a good one before. So, <laughs> did you listen to the words at all to that poem? I did, actually. No, okay. I did. I was trying to paint a I guess we have picture. to review it now. Um, is there any uh, any thoughts you have about that uh, Oscar Wilde poem? Uh, I thought about an Irish guy watching Bambi, <laughs> yeah. but like being submerged in the cartoon. Holy shit, look at that deer. Yeah. Hey, should I chase it or should I chase the bird songs? 
Yeah, yeah, or like the the shadow is the other one, right? And the, uh, yeah, the hunter. And I don't know. This is my first time ever ever hearing that. Or, or so there's. I'm I mean, it's it's cool because it. you can imagine he's like sitting in a forest against a tree, and mm-hmm. he, there's a canopy above him, and there's light shining through, and he sees a deer. And was he it at the night? Bird song. Did, did we have any indication of that? I, it says out uh, of the midwoods twilight, so oh, okay. it, it, um, you um, could um, arguably be nighttime, half, or it could patsies. be yeah. Uh, the magic hour, as they say. It was very the color. Biz. There were a lot of colorfuls. I mean, ivory and twilight, and a lot of, a lot of color, colors and shadow. Even that's like nice dark, you know. Oh like yeah. Blackness. Like, and uh, you know, do you know anything about Oscar Wilde? No, he's Irish. Yeah, he, he wrote, wrote you know, he wrote plays. You know, the importance of being earnest. Um, oh, I love that play. Yes, he very funny. Also, was jailed. He was put in jail for two years for being a homosexual. If you didn't know that, I feel like i did know that now that you say it but i i wouldn't have remembered that yeah. bit of trivia and one of the last things he wrote was a book of poetry or it was a poet poem a very long poem an extended poem about his time in jail and it's quite a read i would uh, suggest checking do, it out do you know what it's called off the top of your head i don't um i don't i was i, I was reading about it today um but that's okay we'll, we'll find it we'll post about it we'll, we'll put we'll it post up. you about it okay um yeah, so uh, what do you think of uh, my performance specifically? Rate it out of 100, my performance. Um, I'm going to pull Chris here. I'm going to say I loved it, okay. 4 out of 100. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate it. No, it was good. It was dramatic. And I'll, I'll be honest, I got a little um, distracted by it in, in a good way. I, I guess by my engaged. performance? Engaged. I'm use the word engaged. <laughs> I was, I was screaming at the end. And I, I, I mean, I was a little distracted. I was like, man, the neighbors might not love this. But you know what? The neighbors, the neighbors need some culture, dog. Okay, and they got so it. As they far as sure I'm did. <laughs> <laughs> well, what did you think of it? What, what did you, how did you feel? Was that your first time reading it? Um, Maybe second out loud or third? for sure. But okay. I, I, you know, I read it when I was when uh, you're picking it. I, I, well, I didn't pick it. Our bosses picked it. When yeah, when uh, you picked it up from our bosses. Yes, exactly. Yes, uh, which was earlier today. Uh, yes, a, a couple minutes ago when I picked it up off the table, which is still earlier today. It's true. Um. Yeah, it's it's it's. I think it really paints a picture of a forest, and uh, I, I think. Was what's the title? I'm sorry. Is there a in title? the forest? Oh, okay. Yes, I said it in the well, beginning. Well, I I I, I don't listen to the, ears. I don't listen to the first three words of anything. I love you, and you're the worst. And I'm the worst. What? Best man, ever. Not. Not what? Always. Touch. My head. Head what? And but you're you're not making any sense there, bro. Oh boy, this is such a weird affliction that I don't know how to work with. I stopped counting. Okay, (laughs) sorry, I lost it. And you don't mean to. I mean to derail the bit. Or do you? Didn't that time? Okay. Didn't that time? That's why they call you Jason Derailo. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, Ooh. I like that a lot. Oh, wow. Because I really like Jason Derulo. Do you? Do you really? He's catchy. I like the trumpet song. It's called Trumpets. Really? Oh, it's great. It's so catchy. And what's that other one that, that everybody likes? Some kind of passport. The drum song. Is it? How does it go? Orlando. I love you, Orlando. Are you singing it a slide now? I turned into the slide. Orlando. Hey, it's me, Slice. Hey, well, good. Hey, happy, happy Saturday, Orlando. Hey, Slice. I see that you have some lasagna sauce on your face. Oh, yeah. And I got some Philly cheesesteak on mine. 
You want to lick it off me? At the same time. I've always wanted to make out with myself. Oh, I said that's why I have a mirror. All right, here we go. It wasn't as good as I thought. It was very messy. There was yeah. Now I now I got now I got stuff everywhere. <laughs> In more ways than one. It's true. I got cheese and sauces and some other stuff down there. Sauce. Yeah, I spilled some sauce on out of my wiener. I, I didn't see that happen. <laughs> I would hope you did. <laughs> so Oscar Wilde. Oscar Wilde. <laughs> what uh, do you What do you give the the poem? If we're just doing the poem, yeah. Um, I liked it. It was good. I mean, I'm not like a huge. I, I like poetry. I mean, I don't. I'm very even though like I was an English major, but I still am like will look at a poem and be like, these are just words on paper to me. But like hearing I it read is a different I, experience. Yeah, I think about that. You know, I read a book and I'm like, these are just words on paper to me. You know, I watch a television show. I'm like, these are just images on a screen to me. Mm -hmm. You know, when I uh, am uh, touching my significant other, I'm like, these are just feelings on a skin for me. (laughs) On a skin? Yeah. Your your skin or your roommate's skin? Um, Well, it's cold and hard and made out of metal. So my roommate's. Your roommate. Alexa. Hey, girl. Um, Sorry, go ahead. So yeah, ask her about uh, that poem. Um, if only because I, I heard two thirds of it before I got distracted. Sixty-six point seven golden boys out of a hundred. You get to make it clear you distracted because of my loud voice, right? Oh, he's Sorry, distracted. What? Sorry. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I like the poem. Um, I think it, you know, was, was a very interesting way of thinking about how they entertained themselves back then. That's I think point. even poetry's poet poets were a little de- uh, derived back then, uh, you know, as evidenced by putting him in jail. Right? They they had they had a, a, a different reputation. Um, but I think poetry is a, is a is a great type of art form, and uh, this poet poem was pretty good. So I'm going to give it a 61 out of 100 golden boys. No, that's not bad. A, a, a question that I, I sure. a serious question. Was he jailed for for being gay? Like they're just like, oh, you're, we think you're gay. You're going to jail. Or like, was he actually gay? And that was the crime. I think that's the latter. That's no, the latter. That but that's just a complete guess. Honestly, I don't know. I don't, I don't know yeah. too much about it. Just, yeah, I was just wondering. All right. we, I can, I'll Google that later. And I'm well, sure anybody can do that right now. And let's go ahead and put that one. Up in the tube. The tube. Boom. Oh, we got a, we got another tube immediately back. That was instant. I know. And that some, and so, oh, oh what? what? Shut, up. Shut, up. Shut up. Shut up. I hate, I hate you. you. What's inside of here? Let me let me open up this tube really quick. Oh, it's overflowing with popped corn. What? This must be our. Instant review. Our bosses very kindly sent That's us. Nice, I was getting hungry. Oh, they sent us Mexican street corn flavored popcorn. Holy cow! Otherwise known as elotes. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, it's elotes in okay. uh, Mexican street corn is what it's usually like an ear of corn with either mayonnaise or sour cream on it, and then cotija cheese. Lime juice, cotija, cotija, sorry, cotija cheese, (laughs) lime juice, and like some like sort of chili powder and garlic. 
It's it's Duke. I love elotes. It's so good. And I will say, uh, Chris Chris has I've had elotes made by Chris, and they were they were great. They were yeah. very good. So one of my fave. Go. One of my faves. Great great street snack. Um, but anyway, so we're about to eat some elotes yeah, flavored. The street uh, sharks are also a great street snack. Like. Gummy, the gummy bear, yeah, the gummy, the gummy like the, with like the blue bellies and the white tops, or I might have that backwards. Uh, no, I'm talking about the uh, uh, the fruit snacks. Have you ever seen the show Street Sharks? Did they play hockey? Yes, they, I don't know. Were they like extreme? It was, yeah, like it was very extreme. It was very much a rip off of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. I I had forgotten completely right. about it until you had just mentioned that. You're welcome. And of course, there were a fruit snack. Everything was a fruit snack yeah. back then. Oh yeah, I, I used to love Mario fruit snacks. I still like Gushers every now and then. And you know what? Gushers foot by the are... foot, still good. Yeah, squirt that juice everywhere when you bite it wrong, and it like goes all over you, and it's super sticky. Yeah, don't take that out of context. How could anybody I... recording this do not take that out of context? How, what con- how could that possibly taken be taken out of context? You're, I don't you're know biting what the internet plump, thinks of nowadays. You're biting into a plump thing, and and. Stuff sprays everywhere. Right. I mean, it's 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 that's that's the whole point of the candy. It gushes, if you will, oh. and it's and it's sticky because you know it's uh, sweet. Keep candy. talking about this. I'm gonna take a bite of this popped corn. Okay, so uh, I'm gonna narrate this. Chris, ooh, Chris went lefty, which is weird because he's a righty. I, that's 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 actually something I noticed. Um, he's chewing, chewing, chewing. What do we think? Okay, um, it's not as good as I hoped it would be. Um, I wanted, I wanted. It's good. It's sweeter. I'm not a salty sweet guy, but I think they really accentuated the flavor of the corn more than anything, which is weird because it's popped corn, so the corn should be the natural flavor, and then everything else should be, you know, it should taste like cheese and garlic. Ooh, a little and spice. Lime, right? <laughs> yeah, I got a hint of the, the spice. And mayo. Clear my thought. I guess maybe it's the mayo taste. I just got that. That's like, like that the fake mayo taste. Um, I, on the other hand, as as have discussed, love kettle corn, so I, I like right. the the sweetness. So I that's the first thing I noticed. I agree with you. I, it did taste like extra corn, right? Which is weird, but I I, I like it. I liked yeah. it. I would. I I don't know if I could do too much of it, right? But I could, like, I could have a little bit. It's a good like. I wanted I was, it to be better. Yeah, I, it does taste like a low taste though. And I'll tell you, if I was like drinking a beer and like you know playing video games or watching. Oscar 2, the sequel to Oscar, featuring both Sylvester Stallones. That's true. Yeah. Uh, which which somehow did worse on Rotten Tomatoes? Well, you know what they say. I don't. One Stallone, one Stallone is better than two. Could you repeat that, please? One Stallone is better than two. Don't, um... Two, two, uh, two, two birds in the bush are worth one in the Stallone... Don't throw stallones in glass yeah. houses. Is that say, what you, it is? Can, you can kill two birds with That's one stallone. That's what it is. Or two stallones with one bird. That's you can, oh That's yeah, the you, that's the tagline to Oscar. A bird two. meaning like a, a sexy lady. You can kill yeah. two stallones with one that's bird. That's the tagline to Oscar two. Right. Oscar uh, two. Kill two stallones with one bird. The character's name is Stallone now. It's not uh, Frankie Parmesan or whatever his name is. <laughs> Frankie Parmesan and Angelo Provolone. Provolone. Angelo Provolog name. Well, no, it, it, it is, but the movie is so self-aware that it just on the poster, it's like, yeah, Stallone's in it, whatever. <laughs> and there's two of us. There's a lot of green screen. They're both shrugging. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Stallone, how did you end up on this movie poster? How did you end up on this movie poster? I, I followed a trail of popcorn. I followed a trail of cheesesteak. 
Well, that's funny. Could I have some of your lasagna? Yeah, uh, yeah, I have some in my pocket here. Also, if I run out, I got, my, into my, I, mouth. I got my Venmo's all straightened out, so we can we can get that taken care of. You really, you really just harping on this Venmo thing. I don't, I, I really don't care. It was five dollars. Well, it's how Chris. You ever see the Review Universe? It's how Chris is gonna pay Steve his five bucks when he finds out that Steve is right about saying such grouch. Well, I don't think you can see a podcast, so I don't think I've ever seen the Review Universe. Hey, I'm Sylvester Stallone, but you know what? You know I can't see a podcast, but Chris always says they film the podcast, so someone's got to be able to see it. Oh, uh, hey, my name's Steve, and I'm a stupid boy. Oh, gotcha. Oh, you did. And that well wasn't deserved. a Stallone impression. That was a you impression. <laughs> that was you doing an impression of me doing an impression of <laughs> Sylvester Stallone calling me stupid. My impressions are very meta. That was there was there were like four layers to that. Thank you. That just, was like a, just like my favorite dip, four layer dip. Only four. What are the four layers? Beans. Uh huh. Black beans. Okay. Separate from the original beans. What are the original beans? Cream cheese. Okay. And that's three. Candy canes. Oh, sick. I know. Like, like in a good way. Like, yeah, oh yeah, sick. sick man. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Rock and roll. I call that. I call that triple plus cane dip. Actually. Ooh. Yeah. Because. To me, the the cane deserves its own layer. Yeah, it's the top layer. Yeah, the crumbled well, canes. Yeah, man. Anyway, how would you rate this popcorn out of 100? I'm going to give it 40 out of 100 Golden Boys. Okay. I mean, this is, I guess this is as close to the Oscars as we're getting, right, popcorn? I'm really, really pissed off at our bosses for not actually giving us an Oscar movie to well, review. Eventually, I mean, by, they gave us an Oscar movie, but not an Oscar movie. By by pure mathematics, I'm sure at some point, as we are reviewing everything in the universe, we will eventually come across an Oscar. Yeah, but what movie. am I going to do until then? A lot of popcorn left. Let me give some. which by which I would I would give a 56 out of 100. Okay, that's not a bad score. It's not bad, but again, I wish it was better. I'm also popcorn's not my favorite snack. I don't know, whatever. Steve, yeah. I think that wraps it up. Like a present? I've never given you a present. That is that is that is true. And uh, it's something I remember every June sixth, which is my birthday. Well, I mean I, I gave you, you know, a knuckle sandwich one time. Yeah, which was neither knuckle nor sandwich. I cut off the skin from my knuckles and put it on a sandwich and gave it to you. Right. You don't think that's a knuckle sandwich? I, I don't because just because it's skin doesn't mean that it's it doesn't mean that you can't, there's no way to prove that it's 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 knuckle. It's just skin on 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 bread. How's, but thanks for putting how's it. This for proof. Oh God, that's just bone. What did you do with the meat? Put it on your sandwich. Oh gosh. Oh, that was very good. I'm sorry. You're welcome. Oh. Happy birthday. Hey, thanks, man. And thanks everybody for listening. Um, we have a few things to we have a few things to go over. You gotta you can tweet at us at, at @reviewuniversepc. You can email us at thereviewuniversepodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook at the Review Universe with Steve and Chris or Chris and Steve. Ooh. And we have a phone number. Uh, you can call us and leave us a nice little message mm -hmm. if you want us to review anything. Yeah, we'd um, say we'll, we're open to suggestions. Our phone number is 805-REVIEW-POD, R-E-V-U-P-O-D. Yeah, so social media, we have uh, basically, was it Review Universe PC, as in podcast, 
And then you don't, uh, to, you don't need to go over everything I just did. Well, no. I, I, okay, so on Twitter, Steve, no, you don't. On Twitter, we're Review Universe PC. On Instagram, said, we're Review Universe I said, PC. Don't need to I, go over I moderate the Instagram, again. so if you like Steve, the pictures, the chances it. are I took it. If you, stop if you, uh, on Facebook, Steve, I don't really do Facebook. That's why we call you so redundant boy. We, the, well, here, look. If you like Facebook, if you like Facebook, then you, you know Chris is in charge of that. Chris is definitely in charge of that. Yeah, go ahead and keep rambling. I'm going to send this entire episode up the tube so our our bosses do not slap us on the butt again. I don't need that. Okay, hold on. I'm going to stuff it all in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Tube. <laughs> did you say tube? <laughs> I did. <laughs> Is that the noise that the tube makes? I've never heard it. That tube does. We have a lot of tubes in this room. They all make different noises. I'll tie your tubes. What? Um, can't have babies anymore. I can't anyway. Oh. <laughs>